and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. I don't know if you guys missed me last week, but I missed you. <laughs> it's a little mutual missing situation. Something that you may not know, and then we'll get into the episode as always, is that we actually started a Patreon last week. Patreon.com slash Fluently Forward is where you can go to see everything last Sunday we dropped an episode about How I Met Your Mother Blind. So covering everyone from that show, the five main characters, I would say the juiciest blinds were probably Jason Siegel and Neil Patrick Harris. And then this past Friday, so these will be the two episodes available if you go to patreon.com slash fluentlyforward, we did an episode on Olivia Wilde and all of the Don't Worry Darling drama, which for the record everyone's pretty freaking worried. I like, I can't think of a movie that's had this much drama surrounding it since like, actually, I don't even know. And everyone's saying that it's messy. I don't know about you, but like, it's making me want to see it even more. The bigger the mess, the more I want to dive in and bathe in it like a, like a dirty little pig in some mud. So yes, moving forward, there will be two episodes each week. We're going to have the public episode for everyone go out on Monday. And then if you want, we're also going to have Patreon episodes every Friday. And the Patreon is going to be cool because, um, you know, sometimes we have interviews, guest stars on this one. Sometimes we talk about conspiracy theories or, you know, random, I was going to say sex trafficking, not a theory. That's a realsie. But basically, while this can be a little bit more of a broad interest thing, the Patreon's going to be exactly what you want. We're going to do a lot of voting, and that's how I was able to come up with the concept for the Don't Worry Darling episode. So head on over there if you want to, patreon.com slash fluentlyforward. Now, for today's episode, we are, I mean, why do I even say it? Everyone can see it in the title. We're talking about the muskrat, and we're also talking about the muskrat's father because you've probably heard in the news or maybe if you haven't which you're probably living a more peaceful life than I am if you haven't heard of this Elon Musk I think to date has 10 children his father Errol Musk has seven children two of those children he has with his stepdaughter a girl that he met when she was four years old is 40 years younger than him and they have two children together. It gets very mussy. M- it gets mussy. Oh my God. That kind of makes sense though, doesn't it? It gets messy in the Musk family. So I'm very excited to have on a guest, Lauren, aka the Zen Blonde. And together we're going to kind of work through everything that's going on with Elon Musk and his twisted family. We're going to talk a little bit about where he came from, how he got to be so big, what the hell is going on with his father. And then of course, you know, we're going to do some blind items. So stick around and let's um, shovel the Musk. I don't know. (laughs) Let's dive in and welcome Lauren. All right. So welcome to the podcast, Lauren, a.k.a. the Zen Blonde from TikTok, uh, our resident Army Hammer expert, but we're not talking about Army Hammer today. World traveler. How would you describe yourself, Lauren? Oh, my. I I think that's like a very good explanation for me. Um, And I just got back from Africa and I have the Army Hammer doc coming out on Friday. It'll be out by the time, um, you know, this goes live. So I think that was the perfect explanation of where I am right now. Yeah. I mean, I think I first heard about you because you were covering Army Hammer on TikTok and we obviously got connected and started talking. We almost did, you know, a little Army situation for this podcast, but something that you and I have both experienced, a la Johnny Depp, is that when we talk about Army Hammer, you get a lot of stands in your comments sending you death threats and getting really nasty, which is fascinating. So is that something that you would say a lot of people experience if they talk about Army Hammer or would you just say like if you're in the world of pop culture you're gonna get that I would say that there are particular fandoms that are more intense than others and there is a movie Army did called Call Me By Your Name Um, so there's a specific set of fans called Charmies who are believe that (laughs) Timothy they believe Timothy Chalamet (laughs) and Army Hammer are truly in a relationship and they will just fight for the rest of their lives for that delusion so um you know, it's just a crazy, crazy twisted little world. But I mean, I would say like, you know, if you were to come out and talk about like Selena Gomez or Taylor Swift, I think that they have similarly intense fandoms. Whereas if you talk about some people like 
if we talk about Rosie O'Donnell, I don't know if there are some O'Donnell heads out there that are going to come for us, you know? Yeah, no one's really defending, like, Rita Ora's honor in the same way <laughs> as, like, Army Hammer or Taylor Swift. You're right. It does, like, vary from person to person. Um, and the person we are talking about today is Elon Musk. So if you want to talk about someone, I would say Elon Musk is someone who has a bunch of fanboys, but also an incredible amount of haters. And I think those levels have shifted over the years. I think like, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, everybody loved Elon Musk and now everyone hates him. What's your opinion of Elon Musk? Do you favor him? Do you dislike him? I I dislike him. I, I almost feel like there should just be a cap at like a billion dollars. And if you have a billion dollars, it's like, you've won. Like you did it. Like, woohoo. And like these people that hoard money that like could genuinely solve world issues. Like I think it was like you could end homelessness in the United States for $30 billion or something like that. And it's like, of course you wouldn't end homelessness, but like you could leave this earth being like, I like affected world change but instead it's like nope nope I'm just gonna stockpile this money so I'm like first on this list or whatever uh so I think that that's really gross and I think that you know there were some blogs that were out there that some people felt might have been grimes and I don't know you know you'll probably get into that but I just feel that he's maybe not the nicest to the women he dates and his breeding uh kink is really weird and populating the (laughs) earth and all that and we'll get into his dad I'm sure too but no I'm not a fan I'm not a fan what about you Yeah, you know, I think eight years ago, I was kind of impressed by him, right? I thought the concept of the Tesla cars were really cool. I thought, here's someone who could just be making money, but the projects he works on are bettering things, right? Like electric cars going to space. How incredible. Um, But, you know, as the years have gone on, I think he's and, you know, other people have kind of revealed him to be a little bit of this scam artist, kind of Elizabeth Holmes types of situations. I have gone on some deep dives about just different scams that he's done, the way that he takes government subsidies, but then he says that, like, the government shouldn't give out subsidies to people, and I find him hypocritical on so many issues, and I agree with you. The way that he treats women... Did you ever read the article that his first wife wrote? I think it was in Variety. Um, Justine Musk was her name? No. No, I don't think I did. It's really powerful. She wrote basically like they dated in college and she kind of wrote about their courtship. Apparently he like asked her out to ice cream one night and she said, no, she had to study at the library and two hours into studying, she heard like an awkward little cough and she turned behind her and he was there standing with two ice cream cones that were dripping on the floor and he like brought it to her in the library. And she talks about their courtship and how they got married and how on their wedding night when they were dancing, he whispered in her ear, like, I am the alpha and you will treat me as such. And all of this traumatic stuff about how um, their first infant died of, um, what's that, sudden uh, oh, infant Sid? death. Sids? Yes, Sids. And Elon Musk was just, like, completely, you know, kind of numb to it and told her that she had to get on with it, basically, and, like, stop grieving. And there have been those rumors of, was this anonymous Reddit poster Grimes talking about Elon Musk, it just really seems like he doesn't really hold space for women's feelings or emotions or consider them important. And, you know, obviously on SNL, he said that he has Asperger's. And I know that sometimes some of those symptoms, you know, can correlate. But I don't think that people who are, uh, who have Asperger's or who have autistic are like cruel and ruthless. And I've just seen very many examples. Like it's not a symptom of Asperger's or autisms to say none of my employees are allowed to unionize or things like that. So I think Elon Musk really crosses the border on just like what it means to be a good person. Yeah. And I think it's easy to lean into mental health as a scapegoat for bad behavior. And, you know, it's just like, I have family members with autism and none of them are behaving like Elon Musk. I mean, some of them are, my one cousin's, you know, very caring towards partners and he really wants to find love. And, you know, I mean, like we've all seen love on the spectrum, like are any of those people that are on the spectrum behaving that way? No, they're, they're the most loving, like generous people. So I just think like you can't characterize like his his mental health, uh, you know, his Asperger's as a facet of the behavior. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it's an easy scapegoat for sure. You know, I think a lot of people can lean into those things. Even, I mean, not to harken back to Army Hammer, but he, you know, he went to rehab and said he was traumatized, you know, after doing all those things. So um, 
Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. But I, reading the Grimes thing and just hearing what you said about his wife and then thinking about his father, uh, it definitely seems like a generational trend. Yes. So let's, before we get into like the intro of Elon Musk and obviously his like blind items and things like that, let's talk a little bit about his father, um, Errol. So you did a bunch of TikTok videos on this and I would love for you to explain the situation because Elon Musk has said some things about his father before insane quotes to the Rolling Stone. He's called his father a terrible human being. And then he said, my dad will have a carefully thought out plan of evil. He will plan evil. You have no idea about how bad almost every crime you can possibly think of. He has done almost every evil thing you can possibly think of. He has done. And for Elon Musk to say that, I'm like, this guy needs to be in jail. We need to watch out for Errol Musk. And you covered what happened with him and his children. If you want to give like a brief 101 of that. Well, the thing is, I think everyone likes to create this sort of hero's journey story for Elon Musk. But he grew up in wealth. He grew up in wealth. And I find it hard to believe that his supermodel mom, Mae Musk, and his father did not contribute to his education or anything at all, first of all. Uh, His dad was a very wealthy South Mm. or is a very wealthy South African man um, who has made money in many different ways, some of which, you know, have been called questionable by the Internet. There was an emerald mining thing that people were, you know, questioning. I mean, essentially the gist of it and the the gist of what bothers all of Errol Musk's children is that he was married to a woman and then ended up having a child with her daughter who he raised from the time that she was four once once the daughter was you know, obviously of age. And it was a... So his his stepdaughter, who he met her when she was yeah. four. Right? So he met her when she was a four. <laughs> and he ra- it's a Woody Allen situation, you know? Which, by the way, can you poop on your own at age four? I think you can, right? But, like, you're not even in kindergarten No, yet. you're not even in kindergarten yet. Like, you're, you're like... <laughs> Fucking sick. You're, like, just not a toddler. Like, you know what I mean? But you're kind of, like, you're just getting out of that toddler phase because I think you're a toddler until you're, like, three. So... Like, if you tried to open up one of those child safety bottles, you wouldn't be able to do it at age no, four. No, like, this person's, like, parenting you. This per- You're calling this person dad. Like, if you're meeting them at four, you're calling them dad. And yeah. then he had one kid with her, and then he had, like, a secondary kid with her. And he's been quoted saying, like, my other kids find this, like, weird and blah, 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 blah. But he he's just like Elon. I mean, both of them, I think, have been quoted saying something to the effect of, like, we're here to populate the earth. Yes. So... Yeah, so his stepdaughter, Jana, he's had two daughters, or sorry, two children with her. They have a 40-year age gap, which is insane. And he's also given absolutely unreal quotes about the situation, saying that, like, when the kids visit him, he they're annoying, so he wants them gone in a couple of days, but then he misses them. It's just, like, if you thought that Elon Musk was off the rails, you need to just Google his father, Errol Musk, and check it out. One of the quotes he said too about the reason why he had two kids with his goddamn stepdaughter is quote, we were lonely lost people. One thing led to another. You can call it God's plan or nature's plan. And I'm just like, don't drag God into it. What happened? That was Satan's plan. That's not God's plan. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's like we were two lonely lost family members. Like what? You know? And the (laughs) other thing is, um, I mean, the other kind of like shocking story, which again, like you know, I just got back from South Africa and it's, it's a really, it's crazy. It's a crazy place to be. It's a crazy place to be. There's a lot of disparity. There's a lot of, um, sort of like poverty and a lot of like, uh, it's very polarized where like, it's like there's wealth and then there's like extreme poverty. Um, and I think the unemployment rate is 40%. So it's a tough place. And people there's, there's a high crime rate, especially in like Johannesburg, but it's because people are desperate to put food on the table. So anyway, uh, Errol Musk uh, had his house broken into, and he had to... And this was when Elon Musk was a young boy, he, right? I think he was, like, maybe a teenager. I want to say he wasn't, like, super young, but, like, he was young enough. And um, Errol okay. shot to, had to shot and shoot and kill these two people that intruded. Um, so that was another element where I was like, wow, Elon Musk has, like, had this break-in and, like, witnessed his father, like, murder these people because... So I thought that was another weird thing where I'm like, oh, there's, like... A level of trauma there that we can we can clock because there's articles about it but what else happened so 
<laughs> not to make a pun, but gun to your head with, with Errol Musk pointing it there. What do you think the odds are Elon Musk has gone to therapy? Oh my God. Okay. I think that the odds are very low that he has sought out therapy personally and continued on with it. But I can almost guarantee yeah. you that maybe he's gone one time each with every one of his wives as a last ditch effort to deal with their shit. Ooh. Dude, I could totally see that too. And to Lula Riley, I think they were married and then divorced and then married and then divorced. So maybe he went twice. With yeah, her. exactly. <laughs> like two like BS therapy sessions just to. Yes. And you know what? So on their quotes of, um, you know, everything that they're saying, things like that, let me pull up exactly what Elon Musk said. But basically, Errol has, so Elon Musk's father, Errol Musk, has seven children. And Elon Musk, who is now 51, has fathered 10 children. He has tweeted, quote, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. And I just have to say, for such an overachiever, is he really doing his best? Like, 10 kids is a lot, but you could be nutting in, like, three women a day. And, you know, for a woman to have 10 children, that's all she can do. And I don't know, everyone's like, Elon Musk is having too many children. And I'm like, if he's, quote, doing his best, he should have more than 10. He could probably have 40. Yeah. These Mormons do it but all the like, time. But, like, do you think it's just the tip of Elon's baby mama iceberg and that we just don't know about all of them? Ooh. Ooh, I could absolutely see that. I could see, like, him dying and, like, all of these kids come out of the woodwork and they're like, we are all Elon Musk's children. Well, his dad was quoted being like, I used to go out, like, every night in these years, so, like, maybe I do have, like, more children I don't know about, and all these people are coming forward to try to say that, like, they have kids with me. But I think it's for money. Another rancid quote from Errol Musk, he was like, back in the 80s, he's like, I went out and I fucked so like I could have more children. It's just like, who says that? Who gives quotes like that? These people are full on bonkers. Should there be like a a poll like, or should there be like a race between Nick Cannon and Elon Musk? (laughs) I think Nick Cannon is beating him. I feel like Nick Cannon's kicking his ass. Have you seen those memes where it's like one of those stills from a movie where a spy is looking at like a hundred different tiny TV screens in front of him. And it's like Elon Musk and Nick Cannon FaceTiming with all of their children. And it's like a hundred different screens staring back at them. It's so funny. (laughs) All right. So let's do a little bit of like the intro of Elon Musk, who he is, how he got to be so big. And then we'll get into his blinds. Now, for as much as I don't like Elon Musk, have you ever read his Wikipedia page? No, I've never read his Wikipedia page. I have to say because I do want to be fair. And even though I don't like this guy, I do like treating everyone and judging them by the same characteristics. His Wikipedia page is biased as fuck. So whoever wrote it about him does not like Elon Musk. And it comes across, which I feel like in Wikipedia, like I will say, like you're not supposed to do that. But whatever, like, for example, they refer to him as a naturalized American. Like, they don't put that he's also South African. They don't put that he was also got his Canadian citizenship. You know, it's just biased in ways like that. They also have a sentence in his bio that says, quote, he grew up wealthy, period. And I have read the Wikipedia of so many celebrities, and they never blatantly say this person grew up wealthy. Like, from the start, they have those things in his Wikipedia, They also have sentences like, he did X, knowing that it meant he could do Y later. And I'm like, that's an assumption in someone's Wikipedia page, so that's pretty biased. They also had this sentence where he was like, Elon Musk tweeted criticism of this Twitter executive, blah, 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 which led to some of them engaging in sexist and racist harassment against her. Which, here's the thing. He tweeted criticism of someone, and they ended up getting harassed by his fans. It's not good. But he didn't do that himself. And just in the name of being fair, I went to the BTS Wikipedia page. There was no mention of like their fans going insane and like tweeting crazy things at people. Every single celebrity has done that, right? When Taylor Swift called out Scooter Braun, there were people sending death threats to him, but they didn't put that in Taylor Swift's Wikipedia page. So, you know, obviously I don't like him just like you, but I will say... God damn, his Wikipedia was biased. Do you think that the person that wrote it was the person that really created the Tesla and then he took credit for it? There's probably so many people out there who would want to write shitty stuff about Elon Musk, right? So, 
Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the biggest things that people who just have a 101 on Elon Musk, they're like, well, he's an engineer and like he created Tesla, but there's so many failed things. Tesla has been a company way before Elon Musk and he basically bought it. So what do you know about that? I mean, I don't know much, but when I did a TikTok about him, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, well, he did this, this, and this. And people were like, no, he hired people to do this, this, and this. And then he just is like the figurehead who's like the like operator. And I'm like, okay. And I remember I kind of Googled it, but like, it was like kind of like watching paint dry. I was like, I don't really care about the intricacies of like who did what, but like clearly he knew how to cobble together a business, but I don't think he's necessarily the mastermind behind it all. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of, I think it's how you describe yourself, right? I think he's kind of a self-described engineer, but as of, I don't know, like the last eight years, I think he's focused more on businesses, right? Acquiring things like what the hell he's doing with Twitter, right? That's not like engineering type of stuff. So I think that's probably where a lot of criticism would come from. Cause I think he really describes himself as this genius engineer who was able to do X, Y, Z and people look at it and they're like, well, like anyone can be anything if you have billions of dollars and then you buy a company and make yourself CEO of that company. Like it's very easy to give yourself a label, even if you're not performing those actions on a daily basis that you say define you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also it's like, there are people like me who like, I just like assumed for a really long time that like he was doing a lot of the like engineering behind these things. And that's just not the case. But when I thought, when I used to think of him, I used to think of like an Elizabeth Holmes or like Steve Jobs or like Bill Gates type where it's like they were so hands-on and it's just like I think he's a little bit more hands-off and more of like again like we were saying like acquiring businesses like thinking of like how he can make strategic moves to just continue to hoard wealth yeah yeah so let's get into some of the stuff that he does he is the founder CEO and chief engineer once again gotta have the engineer in there of SpaceX he is the CEO of Tesla he is the founder of the boring company which is known for making those like flamethrowers things like that and then he's also the co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI so his net worth right now or I think as of like a week ago sits at 266 billion dollars and he is apparently the wealthiest person in the world do you believe that or do you believe that there's some people with like oil money out in the middle east where it's like no they're richer than elon musk but they're hush hush about it i've always wondered if there are people that are just so wealthy that they pay to not be on those lists you know and then there's like the egoistic i've always wondered that and like i don't know how it could go unchecked because when you're when you have that much money, it's like you like you could probably buy like a state with that much money. Like I don't I don't know how much like buying like the state of like Connecticut would cost, but like I feel like he I feel like Elon Musk could buy like a small state. You know? Uh, I I honestly cannot comprehend one billion, right? I cannot comprehend one billion. Two billion is double the amount I cannot comprehend. billion. I just have accepted that never in my life will I understand how much that means. Never. Like literally like he could pay for my life for like a year. Like, and I could live my like most extravagant version of my life flying on like private jets every day. Like just literally like living like Kylie Jenner. And like, it would almost be like, he wouldn't even notice it in his bank account. Like it wouldn't even be like a drop in the bucket. Wouldn't wouldn't even notice. And it's just so sad because I wish he would fund that. Um, Elon, if you're listening, I love you so much. I did not, I take back everything I said. Let's do this. Um, wait, here's a question. (laughs) If, would you have Elon Musk's baby if you knew that the rest of your life would be paid for? Hmm. No, (laughs) no, but I, I'm not going to say the temptation wouldn't be there because shit, that would be some serious, serious, uh, child support, but Okay, here's why. Number one, I'm terrified of childbirth, so I don't think I even want kids. And to mm-hmm. even, like, although I, if Elon maybe paid for a surrogate, maybe I'd consider it even more. Um, number two is I feel like after I was, after I passed and I was meeting my maker, they'd be like, you knew that you were giving that child the most effed up parent and you've traumatized this child. Oh, yeah. And now you're going straight to the pits of hell. And so it's just like, it wouldn't be worth the money, but like, I would have to like, I would have to sleep on it. And then I would come to that conclusion mm. because holy shit, $266 billion. Like, oh my God. But you'd probably be miserable. 
you know, it would create misery in, well, that's in the long I run. Figured too, and that's what makes me really upset is when Elon Musk is like, "We have an underpopulation crisis. Everyone needs to be having more children." And I go, "Children need a good mother and a good father, or you know, two good mothers, two good fathers, any two parents." But I think it's really irresponsible of him to say everyone have children like I'm doing, but I'm not going to be a father. I'm not going to be a husband. And I don't know. I just think like one day I want to have children, but I'm only going to do that if I have the perfect partner with me in my life to, to raise that child with me. And I also just think it's like it's just so irresponsible. Like you might have children, Elon Musk, but like I wouldn't consider him a father. I don't think he would either. No, and I, I think it's a very uncaring thing to do to, like, give a child a shitty dad, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it's just so damaging and then it just leads to so much trauma and life is already traumatic. So, I mean, I don't know if you saw, like, Elon Musk's um, child came out as trans and, like, changed their name and, um, yeah. you know, didn't want to be associated with him anymore. And I mean, if that's how your child is feeling, like that they want to not have your last name and not ha- include you in their life, it's like, you must be a pretty awful dad. And like, I mean, the the writing's on the wall with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully he can throw enough money at these kids that they at least... But the thing is, like, money doesn't make you happy. Having that much money, like, if your parent makes it, then it's like, okay, they're hustling but then like you always notice this second generation after that kind of stuff can be in a state of arrested development where they don't really like need to like have a fire under their ass or hustle not every time but like a lot of times it can lead to like yeah. I can just have everything and I can chase these I can chase these different highs so like the highest high is me going to be coming a drug addict or whatever you know it just can lead to problems there's this um quote do you have you seen 30 rock no I haven't it's so good. So Alec Baldwin, who plays Jack Donaghy, this like Republican CEO, um, has this quote where he's talking about how uh, he he likes having immigrants in the country and he respects the uh, work ethic of immigrants. And he goes, the first generation comes here and they work in factories like to the bone. And then the second generation, you know, they go to school and they work even harder to provide like a great future for their children. And then the third generation snowboards and takes improv classes. And I'm just like, well, if that ain't the truth, you know, like once one generation taps out, the next generation's like, I'm going to take it real easy. It It's so true. I mean, and if your dad had $266 billion, like, I don't know. I mean, shit, you could be on vacation every day. But then you'd get it's sick of vacation. Wild. You'd get sick yeah. of vacation. You you need something to push against in life, you know? A hundred percent. So so let's talk about how he grew up. So he was born in South Africa. Um, he lived there for 17 years before he went to Canada to go to university. And then he got Canadian uh, citizenship through his mother, who's Canadian. Then two years later, he transferred to the University of Pennsylvania. Then he went over to California to attend Stanford University. Instead, he decided to pursue a business career, and then he co-founded his first web software company with his brother. That ended up getting acquired and turning into PayPal, which was bought by eBay in 2002 for $1.5 billion. So already, I think, like in his late 20s, he's like essentially a billionaire. That happened quick real quick. And then he just goes on to work with all of these other uh, companies, obviously. But it's really interesting that, you know, in 2002, he was already at a status that we will never be. So he's had like 20 years of being one of the wealthiest men in the world. God, I mean, I, I just, I would have tapped out. I would have been like, you know what, it's been great. I made a billion dollars. I'm going to like open a resort in Tahiti. I mean, what would you Mm -hmm. do? Like, where would, if you were on a roll with making money like that, Like, where would it end for you, Shannon? I think I would just blog and volunteer and have an easy life and just, like, chill. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I I don't have that fire under my ass to, like, keep pushing. I'm like, if I'm happy, I'm happy, and it's good. It's like you've had your basic needs met, like, but you, and like, and beyond and beyond, and then you can really enjoy life and, like, have the best time. But then it's like, okay, do you really need to be number one on this list? Like, but it's like almost like this insane drive to hoard wealth. It's like a very strange thing. And then it coincides with an insane drive to like hoard children that you don't give a shit about. Oh my God. Yes, dude. He's, it's like that uh, clip from Game of Thrones where they're like, Daenerys, 
stormborn. You're not meant to be a queen. You're meant to be a conqueror. It's like Elon Musk, you're not meant to be a CEO or a father. You're meant to just like acquire things. Like he's all about acquiring stuff and then just like sitting on it. <laughs> exactly. And I just, I'll never understand it. I'll never understand it. Me neither. Definitely not me neither. So, so yeah, so Zip2 was the first company that he founded. Um, later on, in order of history, it went SpaceX, then Tesla, then Neuralink, then The Boring Company. And recently, he's had a whole stint with Twitter. So he's always been on Twitter. He's been like a big meme lord on there. And it's funny because everyone's like, Elon Musk is so funny on Twitter. And not to be a hater, but anyone can be funny on Twitter, especially if you're just copying and pasting memes. Like, I don't think he's making these memes himself. He's basically fuck Jerrying on Twitter. And people are like, he's such a down to earth billionaire. No, he's not. Anyone can copy and paste a meme. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I bet you the person that wrote the Wikipedia is doing all the memes. Yeah, probably. They're getting them stolen. That's why they're so bitter on Wikipedia. So in January of this year, he started purchasing Twitter shares. He got a 5% stake in the company in March. By April, he owned a 9% stake in the company, which made him the largest shareholder. And he didn't file the SEC paperwork within 10 days of his stake getting higher than 5%, which was a violation of U.S. securities law. And I think he, I mean, obviously, if you're the richest man in the world, this is going to happen. He's got a little bit of I can do whatever I want complex. He also got in trouble when he tweeted that he was going to take Tesla private once it got to $420 per share, which like really fucked up the economy and the stock market for a little bit. And he just does these things and then gets out of them uh, scot-free. I think what happened with, let me see if I have it here, but I think he had to pay $20 million when he made that uh, tweet about going private at 420. And that's the thing, when you're so rich, you can literally just pay $20 million and be fine, which is wild. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like at a certain point, you're untouchable because if you have $266 billion, like I think you can get away with murder. Like, like oh, genuinely. Literally. Like, and his I dad's like, see son, like I've done it before. You can do it too. I, I actually think, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> terrible. Um, but no, I think you can because if you really think about it, it's like, all right, like let's just see Elon Musk was a real psycho. He killed someone here in the States. Like he could literally just get on a plane and like go to Switzerland and like his own plane and it would com could completely go unchecked. And like, I don't, I just think there's a price for everything. And when you have that much money, like I don't think there's anything he can't get away with, which is a terrifying thing to think. Yeah. So some true scandals that he's been in, um, obviously the, the Thailand situation, when those um, uh, soccer players were stuck in the cave underground, there were 12 children, and Elon Musk was like, I'm going to help. And he had his engineers at SpaceX and the Boring Company build a mini submarine um, in eight hours and then deliver it to Thailand. By the time it was there, all of the children had already been rescued and... One of the engineers in Thailand called out Elon Musk, basically saying that, quote, he had no conception of what the cave passage was like, that his submarine wouldn't work, and that he can, quote, stick his submarine where it hurts. And then Elon Musk on Twitter referred to him as a pedo guy and later called him a child rapist and said that he had married a child. And there was a defamation case against him. And it's just one of those insane things, too, where Elon Musk in his defense said that, quote, pedo guy was a common insult used in South Africa when I was growing up. It's synonymous with creepy old man, and it's used to insult a person's appearance and demeanor. When you were in South Africa, did you hear people throwing this slang around of pedo guy? No, I didn't. And when I was when I was 13 years old, I heard things in middle school that should never be said in today's age. And we know that they're wrong. So like, you know what? That's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're living in a world where we're all more conscious, like, you know, but there were like there were jokes back in middle school. Guys would say things that were so derogatory towards all different people, women, gay people, people of color, like, you know, growing up that just went completely to the wayside. So it's like Elon Musk is just trying to be like, oh, it's okay to call somebody a pedo. It's like, no, it's not. There's a lot of things that we now do not say. A hundred percent. That's like such a good point. It's just absolutely insane. Oh, well, this worked when I was a child. You're 50 years old and you're the richest man in the world. Let's knock it down a couple of pegs. 
Now, something that I didn't know about Elon Musk, did you know about his venture into music? No, but I am like on the edge of my seat about this. So there's two songs that he's done. In 2019, he released a rap song called R.I.P. Harambe on SoundCloud. It just kind of sounds like, I don't know, like something you would hear at like a club that's not very good. And it was all about like how the world got worse after Harambe the gorilla was killed. So just like leaning into his meme era. And then the next year in 2020, he released an EDM track called Don't Doubt Your Vibe. And it featured his own lyrics and vocals. Obviously, like they're very auto-tuned. But I have to say, I had no idea that Elon Musk had two songs out. You know, it's so funny because I think there's like this weird parallel, like evil tech supervillain, like, but also like very strange uh, between Elon Musk. And I don't know if you saw the two people who had the biggest uh, Bitcoin heist or like money heist at, in, in history. It was like $70 billion worth of Bitcoin they stole. <gasps> and they, they were the weirdest people. And I went on their TikTok oh. immediately. There was a girl who did like a music video, right? And she was doing all these weird raps. And I'm like, where is this intersection of like weird rap (laughs) song and like weird evil, like, you know, evil genius, like tech, like awkward person. Like I'm like, really? I guess this is like a thing. Does does Elizabeth Holmes, I guess in the dropout, we saw Elizabeth Holmes singing um, Lil Wayne. So maybe like, you know. What's the rap like intersection the minute, here? I think it's like once you get more than $3 billion, you're like, and, and, and I want to pop and lock right on the spot. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, this is some symptom of billionaires that people never knew. You want to make cringy music immediately after you get rich or something. Damn, I hope that I get rich enough to become a rapper someday. Yeah, you buy a lottery ticket and all of a sudden you start rhyming. You're like, ooh, this one's going to be lucky. I can just feel <laughs> it in my bones. I'm Little Lotto. What's good? I love CBD and I like to use CBD in good times and bad times and in sickness and in health. And when I talk about using CBD, the main questions I get from people are, when do you use it and what do you use it for? There's kind of two main scenarios that I personally like to use CBD and my preferred method is gummies. One would be when I have too much coffee and nothing will take the jitters away, I pop a CBD gummy. And then the second will be at around 4 p.m. when I'm totally burnt out, but I still have an hour of work to do, I will take a CBD gummy and then just breeze through emails in a very blissed out state. The company that I like to use for CBD is called Next Evo Naturals. They have this technology called Smart Sorb Technology that improves CBD's ability to be absorbed. So it gets into your system in as little as 10 minutes because nobody has ever been stressed out and wanted to cure it in six hours. So if you want to find out if CBD is right for you, you can try Next Evo Naturals. They have capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams, and you can get 25% off your first order of $40 or more at nextevo.com with promo code FLUENTLY. That's 25% off at nextevo.com, promo code FLUENTLY. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so his marriages, dating life, we talked about uh, Justine Wilson, his first wife, the trauma that happened to her. Then we talked about Tallulah Riley. She was an actress on Westworld. Um, they were married and then divorced and then married and then divorced. He dated Amber Heard for several months. There's a lot of drama. We'll get into that about the blinds. He dated Grimes and they have two children together. And recently, as of July in this year, court documents were published by Insider revealing that Elon Musk had twins with his director of operations at Neuralink. Her name's uh, Siobhan Zylas. And they were born via surrogate weeks before Musk and Grimes had their second child. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, they didn't actually boink. I think it was like a planned IVF or something like that. But you can't impregnate someone who works for you. I just think that that should kind of be a pretty steadfast rule is what I would think. You can if you have 60, 266 billion, Shannon. Oh, wait, you're right. I forgot. Okay, so never mind. He's good. <laughs> Rules don't exist when you're, when you're Elon Musk. 
It's just insane. Like, it's just absolutely insane. Real quick, let's take a bet. He has 10 children now. By the time he dies, how many kids do you think Elon Musk will have? 17. Okay, yeah. I would... I would, I would go, I'll take your over on that. And then we can do like a $5 Venmo bet once it happens. So there we go. Should we get into the blinds? Let's do it. All right. All of these ones that I pulled were just from 2022. And there's been a lot of shit going on with him. This is, this is one about Elon Musk and a girl that he could be dating right now. This is coming from a friend of the new girlfriend and not the girlfriend herself, but it does make perfect sense. The celebrity CEO has become so lazy in bed that he refuses to do anything but lay there and makes the girlfriend do all the work. He has also been known to text during all of this. I'm getting like Leonardo DiCaprio vibes with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did you see Conor McGregor's post the other day where he was like filming himself getting like, you know head on a boat or whatever i could not i was like what did i just what what's that i couldn't believe it everybody too was like his penis must be small because like her neck is like barely moving (laughs) (laughs) you just told on yourself (laughs) exactly everyone was like you should have edited that or like changed the angle a little bit but i think it's really funny that um i don't know maybe it's something about getting so powerful so quick and then being able to coast but Leonardo DiCaprio, Elon Musk, you can be so ambitious when it comes to your career, but when it comes to pleasure in a woman, you're like, I'm just going to lay there. I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. I guess, like, it doesn't apply to all areas of your life. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, I think that they have, like, object... Those are all examples of men that are objectifying women, so that's just, like, a means to an end for them. 100%, 100%. We have another blind item here. You obviously heard about the Cara Delevingne, Amber Heard, Elon Musk threesome, right? No, you didn't. Well, yes, there have been blind items for years saying that the three of them had a threesome. And, you know, when everything was being released from Johnny Depp's elevator, there was footage very clearly of Elon Musk and Amber Heard in that elevator. Um, I'll post, you know, photos of this on Instagram. And then there's also you can always tell it's Cara Delevingne with her long hair and her like slouched over posture of her also in that elevator the same night. So there have been rumors for a while, and when Elon Musk was called as a witness in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case, people were like, okay, shit, it's true. So this was a blind item saying, the celebrity CEO Elon Musk must have been beyond wasted to reach out this weekend to an actress he cheated with when he was married to a different actress. And some people are thinking that's Amber Heard or Cara Delevingne and Tallulah Riley. The actress he cheated with was promised a bunch of money to not say anything about the affair, was but, but was only given about 10% of it. Not Amber Heard, although she was definitely cheating with him too. So some people think that Elon Musk and Cara Delevingne had hooked up solo before the threesome. What would you say? I don't know why, but like I can totally see Cara having a threesome with him, but I almost can't envision them one-on-one. Same and same. I'm like, I could see Cara being there because Amber Heard was there, but hooking up with Elon Musk on her own, I just couldn't really see it. And she also comes from so much like aristocratic family wealth money in the background that I'm like, why would she be fucking Elon Musk if she doesn't want to? And I feel like she just wouldn't really want to. Yeah. I mean, I don't get the draw with Elon. Like, I feel like Cara obviously like has been with a bunch of women and all the women you're mentioning are gorgeous. And I'm like, oh yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. But Elon is like, ooh. Very different, very different vibes. So speaking of Elon Musk and Amber Heard, which by the way, <laughs> I liked them as a couple together. I don't know why, but like I've posted photos of them before and I feel like they just kind of balanced each other out and like were both like a little bit nuts. And, you know, there's so much drama between the two of them. Um, I'm not going to say who, but somebody slid into my DMs whose ex-boyfriend was on Elon Musk's security team. And he said that Elon Musk and Amber Heard would have the craziest fights and like the best sex. And that anytime they were fighting, Amber Heard would only instigate fights. And this is all alleged when she was in areas of the mansion where cameras weren't. And then there's also things that came out where Amber Heard said that Elon Musk gave her a car, but he would bug the car or he would send her like a bouquet of flowers, but he would put recording devices in the flowers. Have you heard about all of that? No, I mean, I haven't. I, the only thing I've heard is obviously the child rumor, but I 
I believe it. And I, I agree with what you say. I almost feel like they did balance each other out in a weird way. They're like a perfect, I'm not going to say like divine feminine and divine masculine, but I'm going to say like volatile feminine and volatile masculine. So it's like still a yin yang type of combination. Um, there's a blind item here that says the celebrity CEO introduced the A minus list, mostly movie actress to one of his friends. It must be going well if she is riding around in his jet. And that was linked to an article that says Amber Heard spotted getting off private jet after Johnny Depp trial loss. So I think that's interesting too. You hear about that a lot in Hollywood of people dating someone and then being like, well, we're not going to date, but like you would get on really well with my friend. And that happens in Hollywood and with influencers. That doesn't happen in my life. Does it happen in yours? No, definitely not my world, but I feel like, um, like that those circles can be so like incestual where it's just like people are, and I mean, if you look at like the the tree between Chris Jenner and like all of her friends and the people she's ended up with and Bruce Jenner and like, you know, like all those times, if you look at that whole web, it's like very clear that like these Hollywood couples can end up like, it's like, oh, like, well, you two divorced. So now I'm going to go with your person and then you're going to end up with my daughter. And it, it's always a tangled web. Yeah, it really is, which is just like, oh, it's just very, very interesting. Okay, now this is one. There's a bunch of blind items. Maybe we'll cover them at the end, but a lot of them are kind of boring ones about like his company and and work and things like that. So we have one blind item here that says, the only thing the celebrity CEO is really upset about when it comes to his stepsister is that she turned him down in favor of his father, which is alleging that Jana turned down advances from Elon Musk and instead hooked up with his father, Errol Musk. Would you believe that? Shut up. I don't know if I can believe that. But then again, I almost would believe anything you'd say about him because it's just like, like, yeah, it doesn't feel for some reason. I don't feel like, yeah, like, I don't know. What do you think? It's twisted and it's freaky, but there was such a weird relationship between him and his father. I remember reading that when Elon Musk was going to school in Canada, his father was like, you're literally not going to make it. Like, you're going to fail and you're going to be a loser. So I could just imagine Freud would be having such a field day with the Musk family that maybe there is some sort of, like, weird, like, competition, like, to have the most children or to, like, sleep with someone that you're freaking kind of grew up with and, like, weird stuff like that. So... I mean, it's alleged, but I just feel like this family is insane. Like, the fact that I could believe it goes to show you how insane they are. 100%. So here's another... This is a pretty tame blind item for, you know, what's going on, but it says, a group of yachters were waiting when the celebrity CEO arrived in a country for a vacation, and that was him in Italy earlier this year. Elon Musk having sex with a group of yachters. It's very funny to me because... Did you ever read that article he did? I think it was with Rolling Stone where he talked about how he was like desperate for love yes I remember that he was like I I, I thought like oh my god he's so lonely like how is he so lonely he's so rich like you would think somebody would jump on that for the money yes it was after him and Amber Heard broke up and I'll, I'll link out to this article in the show notes but he was like openly weeping and this Rolling Stones reporter was there and he's like do we continue the interview and Elon Musk is like crying and he's like no it's fine but like my girlfriend broke up with me I'm so lonely. I hate going to bed alone at night. It's like the worst thing ever. I need someone in my life. So I do consider him someone who always wants to have someone there, but I don't consider him someone who's like messing around with yachters or fucking around, you know, despite all of the children that he has. He just doesn't give me the vibe as, I don't know, some of these athletes that you read about, for example. Yeah, it kind of seems like he'd be the kind of like toxic and all-consuming person and everything's so calculated and there's usually like an end in sight with like a child and then Elon's exit um, once said child is is born or shortly thereafter. (laughs) He's like, okay, he's like, we're gonna, we're gonna keep this fresh for a few years. It's gonna get weird and then we're gonna have a kid and then I may be with you for a little bit longer or have another kid with you, but then like I'm eventually that's when I move to my next my next yes. person. It's ugh, he's so creepy. Ugh. Dude's so creepy. Okay, this this one is pretty wild. Let me know if you believe it. It says random but fun. 
This illiterate former almost A-minus list actress, Lindsay Lohan, who is a newlywed, saw that the celebrity CEO, Elon Musk, was vacationing in a country, Greece, where our actress once pretended to own a nightclub. She says that summer, the pair hooked up. Elon Musk and Lindsay Lohan, what do you think of it? I, it does sound crazy, but for some reason I do believe it. Dude, I could too. I could too. There was also a blind item years ago about Elon Musk and Bella Thorne talking. And I'm like, yeah, I could see him going for like a cute redhead. Bella Thorne is like the intersection of Lindsay Lohan and Grimes, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. This was interesting. And this is only slightly about Elon Musk, but it says maybe one of the reasons this illiterate actor, Matthew McConaughey, gets along so well with a certain CEO, Elon Musk, is their philosophy that there should be lots of breeding. Prior to getting married, the actor was part of a sperm donor group and apparently has a lot of children out there in the world. Matthew McConaughey is a breeder. Did you, have you ever heard of that? No, never in my life. And I, I'm like, but how has nobody come forward? And, you right? know, it's, I think it's insane. I also think too, like these powerful men, I mean, God knows, take a shot. I bring him up in like literally every podcast episode, but Jeffrey Epstein was obsessed with spreading his seed and creating a bunch of children that would all be linked to him and things like that. And, you know, maybe it's because I'm a woman and I'll never understand it, but like, I have never once felt that desire before in my life to be like, I have to create mini me's everywhere out there. Well, I think it could be a dark manifestation of something biological, you know? Oh, ooh, spill the tea. What do you mean? Well, because I think, like, biologically, like, men want to spread their seed. And that's, like, how, like, we've continued as, like, a human species. Just, like, when you look at a baby, like it looks adorable so that like we feel the need to like protect babies like that's how like humankind has like persisted and obviously now they're like if we were thinking about like early humans like early humans would have just men would have been spreading their seed and then of course like religion came into things and then like all these rules around monogamy became like social constructs but like at the very heart of like early humans like they did have to spread their seed so that like the human race could become a thing um, yeah, I get, I get, I get what you're saying. So I I'm like, are they just reason, like biologically like fucked in their like early human brains? Maybe, but I always find that wild too. Cause I'm like, we also like shit on the ground when we were humans and like no billionaire is like, you know what? Like biologically, I want to shit on the ground. You know, I feel like we, we evolve the same way as our situations in our environment do. So anytime somebody's like, well, I have a biological need to do this. I'm like, no, you don't. You want to eat, you want to sleep, you want to fuck, but like getting people pregnant. I mean, I guess that's part of fucking. I mean, who knows? I will never know because I'm just not built that way. Me neither. I don't even want to have one. I'm like, I'm an evolved human. (laughs) Dude, very evolved. Um, okay. This This is an interesting one. Remember when he took his mom to the Met Gala? Yes. His mom, I mean, his mom is gorgeous. She's gorgeous i think she's probably evil too because i feel like the whole family's evil but she's like an icon at the same time you know she is she just seems like a very classy lady this was just a very low-key blind saying i get that you want to party and everything but isn't it uncomfortable for the celebrity ceo to be wasted while out with your mom and there's just so many here's another one i'll read about elon musk getting wasted it says He uses more than one drug dealer, and the one that the celebrity CEO uses for more normal drugs says that there is nothing out of the ordinary in what he provides to explain the manic behavior of Elon Musk. Yes, he provides Elon Musk pure products, but this particular dealer thinks that the CEO is combining some kind of hallucinogenic with a steroid-benzo combination and then staying awake for several days in a row, which is when he is at his worst. And Elon Musk has spoken about, like, taking Ambien and then tweeting and regretting it, um, mushrooms and things like that. I always find that really interesting because if you're a CEO and, you know, the price of your stock kind of depends on your reputation as a CEO to a company, he really kind of doesn't shy away from the fact that he likes to dabble with drugs. $266 billion, Shannon. He, he's, <laughs> the rules don't count for Elon anymore. He's beat us all. But they do count a little bit because the day after he took one puff of that joint on the Joe Rogan podcast, I think he lost $10 billion in terms of stock falling after that day. 
He was crying. He was wiping his tears with his like hundred dollar bills. He was like, <laughs> um, he's like, like, oh no, I only have two hundred and forty billion now. What am I gonna do? He's like, oh shoot, I guess like next week we'll be back up, but like I just have to take this hit. I mean, no, I totally see that, um, and I think to some degree the rules do apply to him, but at the same time, like he's so insulated that if he's doing that in the privacy of his own home, we'll never know. Like it's so easy mm. for him to say that it was Ambien, but like. Because that's like a normalized thing, right? Where we're like, oh, well, people take Ambien. Ambien's legal. Whereas, like, do we know that it was Ambien? Like, are we sure? Maybe he, like, shot something up his butt. You know what I mean? Maybe he, like, boofed in his mansion bathroom. But he was like, if I just say it was, like, Ambien on the plane, people will be like, okay, that makes sense. Like, we've all kind of been there before. Well, I saw, like, some of the I, the cosplaying with Grimes, and I don't know what the two of them were up to, but the names for the kids being barcodes and stuff, I was just like, they're on some other stuff that I've never even heard of. Insane. And I think you made this point in your TikTok video where, like, he tweeted that pronouns are stupid, and then he also named his child a bunch of, like, characters that happen when you press the shift button. So it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, so many instances of being hypocritical like that. Oh, 100%. And I, it's, it's so weird. It's like he, he just veers towards this really like toxic masculine energy that like, again, like he gets away with it because he's, he's Elon Musk, you know? Um, But he just seems like a very toxic, toxic, toxic male who, God, I mean, I'm sure we'll be hearing news about him for years to come. Okay, so let's finish with, like, a few of the most scandalous blind items here. (laughs) We obviously know what went down with Azealia Banks and Elon Musk and how uh, allegedly she was tried to be roped into a threesome with him and Grimes. She Instagram storied so much of it. I think I've already posted it on Instagram, but I'll have to post it again this week. Um, There are some blinds about the two of them. There's one saying the flowering financial institution basically admitted she earns her living by sleeping with wealthy men, but likes to keep it quiet. Well, except, of course, with the celebrity CEO. That was loud and messy. We also have another one that says, reading between the lines from the latest manifesto from the flowering financial institution, it looks like she needs a new sugar daddy and would like him to be Russian. It also makes me wonder how she blew through the celebrity CEO's money so quickly. Now, here's the thing. When Azealia Banks was posting about her time with Elon Musk, she said that he was has gray skin, froggy lips and eyes. He looks like he has uh, Down syndrome and that he was just like gross white man clammy and she didn't want him anywhere near her. So I have to say I'm pretty confused by those blind items, but they, they do have a relationship. They've admitted that they talk to each other. And I definitely did see... Azalea Banks post something Grimes had texted her about Elon and his like and his penis did you see that yeah and so here's the thing I think there could be something there but also I'm like I find it hard to believe that Azalea Banks like wouldn't out like literally any and everyone in her path so like at some point like she just goes off the rails with people in general so I find it hard to believe that there are like so many other people like I think she'd be such a big risk I mean you and I, as uh, Irish gals, she went after our, our our brethren on Aer Lingus, I'm pretty sure. I know. And did it, she said, what, Irish people were, like, inbred and annoying or something? She said, like, we're, like, the lowest kind of, like, white people and we don't, white privilege doesn't apply to us because we are, like, literally no nobody wants to associate with Irish people because we're, like, so trash and, like, inbred <laughs> leprechauns. And, like, honestly, I was kind of, like, laughing at it. I'm sure people were, like, super offended. But this was all over an Aer Lingus flight that she did not enjoy so I just find it hard to believe that like anyone would engage with her because she'd be such a risk you know what I mean especially when you're rich and you can literally hire sex workers whose job it is to keep things on the down low do you know what I mean but then again like for these powerful CEOs and billionaires is it about sex or is it about power you know like is it about having sex and like, I don't know, nutting on someone, or is it about, oh, I was able to have sex with Azealia Banks and she had to sign an NDA to keep it quiet or I don't know, something like that. I can't imagine what it's like to be in someone's fucked up head like that. Or because she's so unhinged, do they just like the like risk of like the exposure? Is there something in that, you know, like who knows? Maybe like a little living on the edge type of situation or something like that. Yeah. Like maybe it's a thrill. I don't know. <laughs> when okay, I have 266 so, billion, I'll let you know though. Exactly. I want to roll the <laughs> dice. So I'm just going to like pick whoever's like the loudest celebrity and like try to boink them. 
Okay, so this will be the last blind item we do for this one. And this alleges to the second child that he has with Grimes. It says, some people say surrogate and some people just say the truth, which is one night stand, but I want you to raise it. Have you heard the rumor that his second child with Grimes isn't Grimes's child and Elon Musk actually just fucked someone and then said to Grimes, you have to raise this baby? Um, I haven't heard that at all, but do you know, the, like, have we seen pregnancy photos of her for the second one? Well, for the second one, they said that it was a surrogate baby. Oh, And some people were like, was it a surrogate or was that your one night stand who got pregnant and you're just saying that it was a surrogate? Oh, wild, but it's out there. The fact is stranger than fiction with him with the confirmed stuff. So I will just say that anything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) And think that's it. Okay, before we wrap up, Let's both do a fun little, like, predictions. Like you said, anything can happen. I have previously said that I think this year Elon Musk would date someone who was, like, openly conservative or pretty right-wing, but I'm, I'm going to try to take another guess. If you, let's say, let's say you get 0.5% of Elon Musk's net worth if you get it right. So, I don't know, that's, like, maybe a billion dollars or something. What do you think is going to happen to Elon Musk in the next year? Something crazy. Huh. What do I think Elon Musk is going to do in the next year? Hmm. I think that he will absolutely have another baby with somebody that isn't the woman who he had the children with. Mm-hmm. And I predict that he and Amber will have a dalliance that somehow becomes public. Ooh, I like that. On the side. Or maybe he will, the money trail will go back to him in helping Amber pay for some of her debts. Those would be the three. And they're not even that crazy, but I just feel like those are the only conceivable things. But the right wing thing kind of sounds like, I, I, when you said that, I was like, that, that felt right in my body. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for some reason, I picture his next, you know, he went to Twitter. I think his next you know, where he's going to be going is political. I think you don't get to be so rich and powerful without trying to have some sort of political aspirations. And I see him trying to get involved in, uh, you know, American politics and like stake a claim here and do something crazy. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. And it's actually, it's actually scary as shit, too, because I don't want him running the country. Dude, mean either. He's literally going to be like, okay, good. We overturned Roe v. Wade. And like now all of these women like should be getting pregnant. And if anything, you should be having like at least one child a year for overpopulation. We got to like try and do whatever we can. I think he would definitely put some like very weird laws into place. Like, I don't want to say a handmaid's tale, but like, I think we would just all become um, like objects for breeding. And like people like me would be like persecuted. I have to like... um leave the country they'd be like have a baby it would just be you know we got like stimulus checks and like covid tests in the mail instead Mm -hmm. it would just be like a little vial of elon musk's sperm and he would be like you have to put this inside yourself like i need to have a child with everyone in america could you fucking imagine if somebody did that and then it would be the world would be so incestuous and we would all just turn into the hills have eyes because you'd be like you wouldn't know that elon musk you know I don't know if he could produce enough sperm, but he could probably figure out how to, like, genetically, like, modify, like, stuff to turn it into his. And then we just be learning. sperm submarine right up in here. Yeah. It would be crazy. Well, damn, Shannon, new fear unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, just tell folks a little bit about how they can watch this Army Hammer documentary that you were involved in if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So it's called House of Hammer. It premieres on September 2nd and all three parts are going to be up on Discovery Plus. Definitely check it out. And you can follow me at The Zen Blonde. And uh, that's pretty much all my deets. But thanks so much for having me, Shannon. Yes. And you are Zen Blonde. You have the podcast and you're on TikTok and you're on Instagram, right? All, all three. So I'm, I'm available in most places, you know, Yay. except right, well, for Elon for- Musk. <laughs> Exactly. Well, thank you for coming on and uh, talking about one of, you know, the creepiest billionaires out there with me. And, um, you know, if he ever runs for office, we'll have to go back and do a part two for this. We'll just have to go back to Ireland. There we go. Exactly. And Azealia Banks will be like, you won't be hearing from me. I I will never fly Aer Lingus again. You are all inbred leprechauns. (laughs) (laughs) Just how Elon wants us to be, if you think about it. We're we're perfect to him. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Lauren. 
Thanks, Shannon. All right. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on. I hope you enjoyed a little bit of uh, the deep dive into Elon Musk. There are also uh, fluentlyforward.substack.com. There are so many different blind items that we didn't get around to. I think I mentioned it in this episode, but some of them are about like SpaceX and stock and business things. And, you know, call me shallow. I just find the ones about sex and cocaine a little bit more interesting. But over on the Friday newsletter, it is free. We are going to pull in all of those blind items that we didn't get to in today's episode. And of course, like previously mentioned, uh, patreon.com slash fluently forward. If you want to check out the How I Met Your Mother episode and the Don't Worry Darling, aka Olivia Wilde episode. And if you want to suggest anything future for what we're going to be talking about, we can do some sort of like voting system and it'll be fun. It'll be a blast. You'll laugh. You'll laugh your ass off. You're going to go crazy. You're going to have such a good time. You're literally going to trip balls on the Patreon. So there we go. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me. And this is also um, just an ask. We, my producer went to a podcast conference last week and she found out some tips and tricks. If you are not following the show, first of all, I still appreciate you, but basically if you go to Spotify and you click on the show and there's a button called follow or subscribe, or if you do that on Apple podcasts, they say it really helps the podcast out. And isn't that the phrase you hear all the time? Ring the bell and subscribe. It really helps me out. How does it help people out? I don't know. I just know that it's helping. So if you want to volunteer and do a little bit of pro bono work and feel good about yourself, hit that follow button or the subscribe button wherever it is on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I don't know. It helps me out. I'll help you out. Together, we're all going to help each other out. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys. Thank you.